Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since Star Trek first hit the airwaves on CBS in 1966, there have been 10 TV series. Well, it's 10 if you count the 1970s animated show, the more recent animated Lower Decks series, and of course the short treks set in the world of Discovery. With those kinds of numbers, it's not hard to imagine that more than a few characters have appeared on multiple series. As they built the Star Trek universe, stories inevitably intersected and this was never more prevalent than the era of the next generation, Deep Space Nine and Voyager. While this happened more frequently than some of you might think, there are a few characters that really stood out and this was due to a combination of how often they appeared in other series as well as how important they are to the overall Star Trek lexicon. I'm Dan Blaze from Trek Culture, and here is 10 characters who appeared on multiple series. At number 10, Reg Barkley. Many of Star Trek's most interesting characters are not members of the main cast. Often some of the best characters are the recurring ones that pop up once in a while to add in something special. Q was such a character bringing chaos to whatever story he was in, and although he wasn't as chaotic, Reg Barkley was a similarly beloved character. Barkley was introduced on The Next Generation as an engineer working under Geordie LaForge. He was quiet, nervous and anxious and using the holodeck to avoid life. But once he came out of his shell, Barkley proved to be a brilliant engineer who just needed some self-confidence and he became an important member of the Enterprise D team. But while he played the part of comic relief on TNG, he became a critical part of Voyager by the end of the series. Working on the Pathfinder project for Starfleet after the destruction of the Enterprise, Barclay figured out how to contact Voyager in the Delta Quadrant, and with the help of Deanna Troy, he established a permanent means of communication with the stranded ship and became an integral part of bringing Voyager home. Number 9. It's Worf and Miles O'Brien. At first glance, these two may seem to have little in common. One is a Klingon warrior who was raised by humans and eventually became the first member of his species in Starfleet. The other was the unnamed Starfleet officer on Picard's Enterprise who became Transporter Chief Miles O'Brien. But these two characters do have common ground, specifically they both moved from the Enterprise D to Deep Space Nine. On The Next Generation, O'Brien was one of the more developed secondary characters with several episodes focusing on him. He was as close to being a primary cast member as you can be without actually being one. He eventually married a civilian on the Enterprise D named Keiko, who also moved to DS9. O'Brien was a main character from that series from moment one. 
Worf, on the other hand, did not arrive until Season 4. He became the Chief of Security on the Enterprise-D after the death of Tasha Yar, transferring to DS9 after the destruction of the Enterprise and becoming the Strategic Operations Officer. Between TNG and DS9, Worf appeared as a regular in 11 series of Star Trek TV shows and has been in more episodes than any other character. Both Worf and O'Brien have played key roles in the Star Trek universe. O'Brien adds an important human element to the series that can get bogged down in the space opera aspects. Worf is also a key component to the Star Trek universe as it's through him that fans get their amazing view of the Klingon Empire. Number 8. Kor, Koloth and Kang This trio of Klingons has been causing problems for the Federation for years. Kor was the first named Klingon to appear on the original series, Koloth and Kang followed shortly after. They all faced off against Kirk separately more than one time, although they occasionally worked alongside him when the situation called for it. Just because you're a Klingon doesn't mean you can't be reasonable from time to time. All three warriors eventually appeared together on Deep Space Nine. They were allies of Curzon Dax, a Trill member of Starfleet. Together, the four of them had sworn a blood oath to kill a marauding albino who had murdered their firstborn children, one of whom was Dax's godchild. When the symbiote was transferred to Jadzia Dax, she joined them to help kill the albino. Koloth and Kang died in the attack. Kor returned to DS9 a couple more times, eventually sacrificing himself during the Dominion War to save his Klingon brothers and sisters. Kang appeared one more time in Voyager in an episode that flashed back to the events of the sixth Star Trek movie. In it, Captain Hikaru Sulu's USS Excelsior faced off against a Klingon ship commanded by Kang. It's more than worth noting that George Takai appeared in the same Voyager episode, reprising his role as Sulu from the original series. Number 7. Gull Evek The Cardassians are about as arrogant, aggressive and duplicitous a species as you're going to find in the world of Star Trek. As the Klingons would say, they are without honour. Over their 60-year occupation of Bajor, the Cardassians inflicted innumerable horrors on the people they oppressed. Their ultimate comeuppance for their crimes was the destruction of their homeworld at the end of the Dominion War. Gullivec is one of the most prominent and relatively reasonable Cardassians to appear in any of the Star Trek series. Though he argued with Picard about the Maquis, he also worked with him to prevent all-out war between the Cardassians and the Federation. On Deep Space Nine, he popped up in relation to the Marquis again, though he did try to frame Miles O'Brien as a member of their terrorist group to discredit the Federation. Sadly, he is still one of the most reasonable Cardassians around. Yvek's appearance on Voyager might be his most important one. In the first episode, Yvek chases a Marquis raider called the Valjean into the Badlands. When his ship was damaged and he could not fly to continue the pursuit, Yvek ordered the coordinates be sent to Starfleet so they could continue chasing them down. This led to the USS Voyager entering the Badlands, resulting in both it and the Valjean being transported to the Delta Quadrant. Number 6. It's Spock. There is an argument to be made that Spock is the most important Star Trek character ever created. Originally played by Leonard Nimoy, first on the original series in 1966, as the science officer of the USS Enterprise, he was frequently the voice of reason in opposition to Captain Kirk's emotional brashness. But he was also Kirk's chief supporter, loyal advisor and closest friend. 
But the end of the original series was by no means the end for the character. In addition to the movies, Spock went on to appear in two pivotal episodes of The Next Generation, as did his father Sarek. He appeared again in the new CBS All Access series Discovery. This version of Spock is far less self-assured and confident than the original version. While the character never pops up on Deep Space Nine, his presence is felt in the Mirror Universe episodes. There were continuations of the original series episode where four members of the Enterprise crew end up in an alternate reality where the Federation was an evil oppressor. The Mirror Universe Spock changed his ways and that of the Federation, and the repercussions of which are explored on DS9. Number 5. William Riker William Riker is as loyal a first officer as a starship captain could ever hope to find. Riker served on the Enterprise under Jean-Luc Picard, turning down opportunities to have his own command to stay on the most prominent ship in the fleet alongside its most respected captain. Over the years, Riker has made several appearances on other series. In one of Q's Voyager episodes, the powerful imp dragged Riker all the way to the Delta Quadrant and on board Janeway's stranded ship. He was one of the few characters from other series also to make an appearance on Enterprise, popping up in the finale. Riker has also played a more recent role in the newest series, Picard. The most confusing Riker appearance was on Deep Space Nine, though it wasn't William Riker. An episode of TNG showed that a transporter accident on an away mission several years earlier had accidentally created a duplicate Riker, who remained stranded on the planet. Going by Thomas Riker, he eventually joined the Marquis, the terrorist organisation, and impersonated William Riker in order to hijack the USS Defiant. Thomas Riker was last seen being taken into custody by the Cardassians. Number 4. Deanna Troy Another key member of the crew of Picard's Enterprise, Deanna Troy is a half-Betazoid, half-human empath. She initially served primarily as the ship's counsellor, but eventually decided to take a more active role in the ship's operations when she was promoted to the rank of commander. But she never gave up her position of counsellor. Her role on The Next Generation is largely underrated. As the ship's counsellor, she provided emotional context to the trials and tribulations her crew faced. But TNG was not the only series Troy appeared on. Troy also made several appearances on Voyager alongside Reginald Barclay, an old friend of hers from the Enterprise D and a key secondary character on The Next Generation. She also joined William Riker in the series finale of Enterprise and it was actually supposed to be the two characters' last appearance in the franchise. Then Star Trek Picard came along. When they appeared on the series, Riker and Troy are married and have settled into their retirement from Starfleet. But their love for their former commanding officer has not diminished and they welcome him into their home with open arms. It's a heartwarming moment that all TNG fans wanted to see. Number 3. Jean-Luc Picard One of the favourite arguments between fans of Star Trek is which captain is best. While there are lots of good options, it usually comes down to Kirk versus Picard. If you're going to take a hard stance on this conversation, be careful which side of the convention floor you're on. You don't want to find yourself in enemy territory. Jean-Luc Picard was the captain of the USS Enterprise for the entire run of The Next Generation. He was a hard-nosed, intelligent leader who cared deeply for the principles of the Federation as well as the lives of his crew. He explored the galaxy and was one of the first in the Alpha Quadrant to take on the Borg. The scars of that battle have never fully faded. 
In addition to TNG, he played a huge role in the first episodes of Deep Space Nine. Benjamin Sisko, the commander of the former Cardassian station, lost his wife in the Battle of Wolf 359 against Locutus, which was Picard's alter ego when he was briefly assimilated by the Borg. Sisko's animosity towards Picard initially defines him, but he moves past it. More recently, Picard launched his own series on CBS All Access, continuing adventures in a new era. Number 2. Quark In their first appearance in The Next Generation, the Ferengi were depicted as being vicious trolls driven only by greed. As time went on, they became more comical and less vicious, and somehow even more greedy. Well, in most cases. Quark was the owner of the bar and casino on Deep Space Nine. While he seemed to be a regular Ferengi, he frequently made decisions that were not typical of the species. The rest of his family were even less Ferengi-like. His mother was a businesswoman, which is strictly prohibited by Ferengi culture. His brother worked for the Bajorans as an engineer, and his nephew ended up as a member of Starfleet. Beyond DS9, Quark went on to make appearances in both Next Generation and Voyager. While he didn't appear on Picard, he was name-checked in one episode and has apparently left the station behind. Quark also appeared on Regis and Kathy Lee and The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. It's also worth noting that Armin Shimmerman, the actor who played Quark, also played two other Ferengi on The Next Generation before taking on the regular named role on Deep Space Nine. In at number one, well, it could only be Q. Few characters have tormented the Federation more than Q, with his particular focus being Jean-Luc Picard. Something about Picard just seems to draw Q in. The Q are a race of omnipotent, godlike entities with the power to do, well, pretty much anything. All time and space is their toy, but one Q in particular keeps popping up. Throughout the run of the next generation, Q appeared time and time again to mess with the crew of the Enterprise. Usually, he just came to play around like the time he transported the crew to a version of Sherwood Forest to quite literally play Robin Hood. But other appearances were a much bigger problem. His actions led to alerting the Borg to the existence of the Federation. Without Q's interference, the Borg might not have shown up until the Federation was technologically ready to handle them. Q did not reserve his manipulations to Picard and the Enterprise though, he showed up on Deep Space Nine once and once only, possibly because Sisko punched him in the face, and he didn't take that well. Q also appeared in three episodes of Voyager. They delved more into the life of the Q, going to the Q continuum, meeting his significant other and eventually his son, and Captain Janeway is even the godmother of Q's child. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. 
Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. shopify.com slash work.